0: Hello friends! It is holiday season! Oh my gosh, I am loving this mini-series that we are doing because it means I just get to do more stuff talking and revolving my world around the holidays. (laughs) I am a crazy Christmas freak. Actually, in fact, I was talking to my college roommate the other day and she was not a Christmas freak. She did not grow up with the same kind of like warm fuzzy memories around the holidays as I did. And I was talking to her And she was telling me, she has four kids now, she was telling me that she has really softened to the idea of Christmas and she was taking her kids to an elf on the shelf um, parade or event, something like that. But anyways, we were laughing because she was like, Jess, you'd be so proud of me. My Grinch Christmas heart has really softened and opened up to this Christmas joy that I used to make fun of you about. And it's actually kind of fun. So, so I just, I love this time of year and like to a point that I'm borderline obnoxious with other people, including my college roommate, but Hey, look, eventually she joined and hopped on the Christmas bandwagon and is spreading some Christmas joy to her kids. So I love this time of year, needless to say, but I think when it comes to like food and exercise and our body image, this time of year can bring up a whole lot of stuff, which is exactly why I wanted to do this mini series for you guys. We talked about on the first episode in the series, we talked about how to handle holiday weight gain because that is something that definitely can happen. A lot of us, even if it doesn't actually happen, a lot of us feel it because we're eating differently. So we might feel more bloated. And you know, some of us do gain weight over the holidays, and I talked about how to handle that without swinging into like that extreme diet stuff come January, so definitely check that one out. Second episode in this mini-series was do this one thing to move from surviving to thriving this holiday season. So the one thing I think everyone would benefit from to help curb some of the chaos and the stress that we all feel this time of year now today on today's episode and this is the final one in this mini series my holiday survival guide today we are talking about how to enjoy holiday treats without overindulging and when i say overindulging i mean like without feeling like you've failed without feeling guilty without feeling like you go to this all or nothing space and just go crazy and that's what happens a lot of times it's like we think I'm never going to have this food again. So, instead of it's like I restrain, I restrain, I restrain. I'm I'm not going to have it. I'm not going to have it and then you start having it and whoosh, you have the whole thing. Like <laughs> the other day, one of my favorite holiday uh, treats is I'm I'm a savory person now. I used to be a really sweet person and then after kids, I became a little bit more um savory oriented so anyways i was making this dish it's a viral dish from a local blogger here it's a cranberry jalapeno uh, cream cheese dip and oh so amazing i mean it's cream cheese and then on the top it has fresh cranberries some sugar diced jalapenos a little bit of green onion and i'm trying to remember what else um oh some chili powder oh my gosh, like incredible. But I remember eating it. And as I was eating it, I was sampling it. (laughs) You know, you know, that sample that like turns into a whole plate, which turns into more and more. But I was thinking to myself, like, oh my gosh, this is so good. And I noticed my brain started going to the space of like, okay, I'm just gonna have a couple bites. And then I'm not gonna have any when I set it out. Like, I was justifying my my sample bites already. And what ended up happening is I ate like, (laughs) oh gosh, so much. I don't even know how much. I went through almost a full sleeve of Ritz crackers, I'll tell you that. And by the end of it, I was like, gosh, I would have been so much better off just acknowledging that I wanted some of it, like sitting down, putting it on a plate, and actually enjoying it instead of like taking a quick sample while I was cooking other things and then taking another one and then cooking more things and saying, okay, this is my last bite and then cooking more things. And then... anymore. Man, I'll tell you, I didn't feel great after eating that much. It was delicious, but I definitely went overboard. And it wasn't something that, you know, eating that volume of cream cheese at one time is not something that makes me one, feel good. Two, it can compromise some of my goals and in my intentions on how I want to take care of my body. So Lesson learned there, and the thing is, I know I'm not alone. I mean, I have client after client coming into my office or popping on Zoom and talking to me about this exact same thing. Like, Jess, I've got these holiday parties this weekend, and I don't know how to go there and have just a little bit. It's either I go to the party and I don't have anything, and then I go home and binge, or I go to the party and I don't have anything, and then I have a drink, and then I eat everything, It's like never this happy medium of going, just enjoying, and then like being mindful enough to know when to stop. So that's what I want to dive into today is like, how can we go to the holiday parties? How can we be a part of the work break sessions and the Christmas cookies that are brought to us and all of the food that is everywhere? Like How can we discern what to enjoy and give ourselves permission to partake in some of that without overindulging so excited to dive into this one before i dive in guys just a reminder that this is the final week that my food foundations e-course is on sale i brought it back because several of you emailed me saying i missed the sale at the beginning of the month please give it back and so here it is am awesome at checkout you guys will get 75 dollars off the total price This is your best price of the entire year, so be sure you grab it now. And if you're even thinking, like, I'm not going to jump into it right now, guys, grab the course now so that you can have it ready to go January 1st, because I would much, much rather you dive into laying a food foundation as opposed to some extreme diet or something that's going to throw you into that pendulum swing that I'm always trying to bring people back from. Um, So yeah, let's get that food foundation laid. For more details, just head over to my website, JessBrownRD.com. Click on courses and you guys can get all the information on the course there. Okay, and I know I mentioned this already. This is the last episode in this mini series, Holiday Survival Guide, but it's also going to be my final episode of the year oh, I cannot believe what a year it's been. It's been incredible to walk with you guys on this journey and to hear your stories, to hear how this has encouraged you. It has given me so much life and Honestly, y'all, it's completely revitalized my passion for what I do in my field. So I just, I want to give a heartfelt thank you for all of you who have listened, who have shared your stories with me. It's just been incredible. And you know what, friends? If you haven't had a chance to leave me a review, would you do me a huge favor and head on over to iTunes and do that for me now? Head on over there, leave me a review. That really helps me spread the word. And then if you enjoy this episode, share it with a friend. Share it on social media. Don't forget to tag me at justbrownrd. I'm sharing some love here, you're spreading a little love there, and together we are just going to spread holiday cheer everywhere. All right, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. What's up, food friends? Welcome back to the show. I am your host, Jazz, and if you're new here, I'm so happy you are here. I am a body bully warrior, food freedom guru, nutrition nerd with a capital R-D. Get it for registered dietitian. I am here to help you become an empowered eater. I'm dishing out nutrition fun with a side of science as we learn how to let go of guilt and that all-or-nothing mentality. I am in your corner cheering you on because I know you have this inner awesome, and we just need to fuel it right. We need to fuel it with the right food, the right mental thoughts, the right relationships. I'm here to fuel your awesome with the nutrition info that supports you, empowers you, mental strength training, and confidence that radiates regardless of your body shape. You know you hold an inner awesome, and I know you know this because you're here. You downloaded this podcast, you're listening, you're tuning in, so if you're ready to be the healthiest version of yourself, here we go just food, and you can channel that energy you used to use to obsess about food in your body. Now we take that energy and we can channel it towards serving your purpose, your family, your work, your inner awesome. It's so crazy how there's this ripple effect when we allow ourselves to be the healthiest version of ourselves. Our family feels it, our work feels it, the girls the world needs it. I'm stoked to be in your corner. Be sure to connect with me on Instagram at justbrownrd or check out all my resources, justbrownrd.com. All right, superwoman, are you ready to channel that inner awesome? We're gonna take it up to the next level. Let's dive into today's show. Okay, friends, three tips on how you can enjoy holiday treats without overindulging. The third episode in this Holiday Survival Guide mini-series. So y'all know the scenario here where it's like all or nothing. I feel like I can't eat any of the chocolates and then I eat all the chocolates. I mean really it's so hard to balance this this time of year because food is everywhere. I mean, I had almost every single client I worked with on Monday bring me some sort of food or treat. <laughs> so by the end of it I had like eight desserts on my table on top of the stuff that I already had. So it is just and what? It's only December. I'm recording this episode for you guys on December 9th. And so <laughs> I mean, I've got a long way to go. Food is Everywhere, and we've got to have some tactical strategies on how to manage it so that we don't feel like we're constantly white knuckling it in restraint until we can't take it anymore and just binging and going crazy. Okay, so number one is plan to have, not avoid your trigger, fear, cue, I mean, whatever you want to call them, those foods that you feel like you just want so badly, but you go crazy on. Plan to have them, not avoid them. And I know that might sound a little bit backwards, but hear me out for a second. Guys, there has been so much research done on this idea of restricting food and restraining from the foods we want and whether or not it leads to binging later on. The bulk of the science really shows that when you restrict yourself from giving from these foods or you don't give yourself permission, you are much more likely to binge. There was this one study specifically that I recently looked at where participants were told to consume, their, we called it trigger foods in this particular study, um, they were told to consume their trigger food and they wanted to see if this led to an absence of binging in a three to six week follow up. And what they found is that participants who consumed their trigger food led to absence of binging in 100% of participants. 100%. That means every single participant that allowed themselves access and permission to have their trigger food, it it eliminated binging. (laughs) Like, What? okay? Um, When they compared that to the group that was told to avoid or restrain and they were given restraining techniques on how to avoid these foods, they found it reduced binging in only 33 percent of participants. So in other words, 67 percent of the participants who used restraint techniques ended up binging after all. That study is one of many, many studies that are out there that show us that restriction equals binging. And I can't tell you how many times I've had um, clients come up to me that say, like, Jess, there, there is X food, and if I'm around X food, I just go crazy. I'm like a child on Halloween night. I cannot contain myself. And I used to be that way, too. I mean, I remember specifically there were these cookies. There was a cookie shop in Breckenridge, Colorado, and when I was in college, I used to go up there and, um, mini on the weekends to snowboard. I know, right? Amazing. It was, oh, I miss those days. It was amazing. So anyways, we'd go up there and they had these cookies and they were amazing. I mean, giant, as big as the palm of my hand, melt in your mouth, warm out of the oven, cookies of all different flavors. And I told myself I couldn't have them because they were one, large cookies, two, they were cookies and three, I was constantly in the state of mind of, I need to lose weight. So I told myself I couldn't have them and it never failed like I would resist 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 and then finally whether it was like my friend suggested we go get them or somebody else finally bought them but some one way or another we would end up back at the cookie shop and I'd end up buying like six or seven and just binging on these cookies. Fast forward several years and lots of work on my recovery and I'm back at this cookie shop and I remember walking in looking at them going, oh my gosh, these are the cookies. I'm going to totally get one. And I gave myself 100% permission to have them. I ended up buying three because I couldn't decide on the flavors. But even with that, I ended up eating only, I think it was like half total because I took a few bites and I was like, gosh, these are delicious. But, you know, I'm actually feeling pretty full and I can already feel my blood sugar rising. I had done some work on the intuitive eating piece. But long story short, it was that permission that really kept me from that going crazy space and going um, off the deep end and overindulging and binging on these things. It's so, I know it can feel really counterintuitive to think like, gosh, I go crazy with this, but to give myself permission, like that can sound really, really scary. And I get that. And honestly, when you first do this, there may be a transition period. If you listen to one of my episodes, like back in January, I shared this story of a client who felt this way about Oreos and her, her homework after meeting with me was to go buy Oreos and she was terrified. She's like, Jess, I'm going to binge on these Oreos and she ended up getting them. And the first night she did, de- she ate um, more than what was comfortable and felt really uncomfortable in her body. She texts me like freaking out. See, Jess, I told you I go crazy. I can't have these things. I just told her, take a breath. Tomorrow's a new day. Don't get rid of the Oreos. In fact, I want you to keep the what's remaining in your house. Wake up tomorrow and see how it goes. So she woke up the next day, um, went about her day. She ended up having some more Oreos, but her intake was much less. By the third day, she was over Oreos. She didn't want any more. And so I get that there can be this fear. And, you know, to be honest, there is a chance that you will Initially, go a bit overboard when you give yourself this permission. But if you can stay in that space of permission, it will fade off. A lot of times, that need to binge on these foods is because you have held the pendulum back. You have pulled it back so far and held it so tight that when you let it go, it swings. And know that if, once it swings, it's going to come back. And if you're like, Jess, that'll cause me to gain weight. Head on over to Monday's episode, which is number one in this mini-series, How to Handle Holiday Weight Gain, and that'll walk you through that one. <laughs> but if you're thinking, okay, I want to give myself permission, but Jess, I am really afraid of this like extreme and going overboard, how can I notch that back down? Like, how can I not go quite so crazy? I understand I might have a larger amount of this food because I'm giving myself permission and it's, you know, seasonal. It might not be here later, but how can I? Not go so crazy that I'm, you know, drunk on food for the next three weeks over the holidays. Couple things, friends. Number one, set yourself up for success. When you decide to have these foods, be in an environment that is supportive and conducive to you being mindful. So... What not to do is don't have it in front of the TV. Don't have it while you're driving um, on the way home. It's like somebody brings you a bunch of treats at work and on the way home you're, you're having it. No, let's put yourself in a situation where you can have these treats and these foods and have accountability. So maybe you have the food at work with some coworkers or maybe if it's something at a restaurant, you eat the food there at the restaurant and don't take any home with you. Or if it's at home... Doing it with somebody in your home, doing it away from the TV while you're sitting down on a pretty Christmas plate. That always helps, just throwing that out there because I like things like that that glitter. But put yourself in a situation where you have no choice but to be mindful and present. We get ourselves into trouble when we give ourselves permission to enjoy some of these holiday foods, and then at the same time, We do so in like the secrecy of our homes or in our cars when we're isolated it's like we're we're dipping our toe in this food freedom space but we're staying in a place of shame when we have them and we don't want to be around people we don't want to admit that we're doing it and that can really be counterproductive to what we're trying to do and set us up to actually go more into this binge mode okay so to recap number one how to not overindulge in these foods is to give yourself permission And if you give yourself permission and you do feel that risk of overindulging and binging is too high for comfort, put yourself in an environment for success that's going to be supportive with friends around where you don't have like unlimited access to this food. I mean, if you want a donut, take one donut home instead of the whole box. I mean, let's put yourself in an environment to set you up so that you don't have the option to go overboard. But yet you still have the permission there to have the food and enjoy. Okay, so that's number one and honestly the meat of today's episode. Number two on our how we can enjoy holiday foods without overindulging is let's sprinkle in some natural color when we can. This is going to avoid the all or nothing trap. And when I say natural color, what I'm referring to is essentially fruits and veggies, those foods that provide that rich, beautiful color on our plate, not to be confused with the foods that are artificially colored, like that change the color of your milk like Lucky Charms. I have to specify that for my boys because when I poured a bowl of Lucky Charms for my boys the other day, I had to clarify this because they did say, hey, mama, look, here's our color for breakfast. We have colored milk. And No, that's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about adding in color at holiday parties, in your lunch, at breakfast, when you can. Guys, this is going to avoid the all-or-nothing mentality of like, I've had started to allow myself some sweet food, some savory food, some of these foods that are outside of my normal intake. And instead of just going completely on the other side of things where we're eating all fun foods, adding some color in where we can at holiday parties, at meals in between all the holiday parties, smoothies in the afternoons as a snack. When we are able to do this, it's going to help maintain that balance of intentionality with eating so that we're still giving our body adequate nutrition while we're doing all the things, while we're going to all the parties, all the holiday shopping. I mean, you know, you know, all of it. Okay. So that's number two. And then number three, I'm going to touch on alcohol because this is a time of year that alcohol intake is up. And I understand people feel differently about this. Um, Some of you are coming from a space where you don't touch this stuff and it might even be like a point of pain in your own home because people in your family or your, those that are close to you struggle with addiction to alcohol so if that's you I just I want to be sensitive around this topic. The research and statistics show that drinking actually increases by about 65% over the holiday season. So if you are someone that decides to engage and partake in drinking, a couple things here guys drinking dehydrates it lowers inhibition and it increases adrenaline which is that fight or flight mode that we go into. So if you're feeling anxiety, alcohol is actually going to amplify that. So if you are going to drink this holiday season, let's do so responsibly by adding extra fluids in, not drinking on an empty stomach, and really being mindful of our mental well-being. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling sad, adding alcohol is something that's probably not going to help your situation. And so I think it's important that we have the wisdom to discern when having alcohol is appropriate for us and when it's not. And if it is, just doing so responsibly with lots of food, lots of fluids, and no car keys. (laughs) All right, friends, that is a wrap for today's episode. Three tips for enjoying holiday treats without overindulging. Number one, give yourself permission. And if you're nervous about that permission, let's set yourself up in an environment that feels safe. While you engage in that permission and enjoy that food mindfully, taste it, enjoy it. I mean, I want to know what the food tastes like on the tip of your tongue compared to the back of your tongue. What's the mouth feel? How pretty is it? Let's put it on a pretty Christmas plate and make the whole experience something that you enjoy. Number two, eat some color when you can. Get those fruits and veggies in. I know they're not as popular. They are not as yummy as Buckeyes or my cranberry jalapeno dip, but... Our body needs them. We got to do that balance of like what we need and what we want and find a happy medium. And then number three, if you do drink this holiday season, let's do so responsibly and take care of our bodies while we do so. Friends, don't forget for more on food foundations and making peace with food. I've got that e-course for you, food foundations. It is $75 off. Enter I am awesome just to the end of this week to get that $75 off because friends, you really are awesome. You really, really are It has been an absolute pleasure to walk with you all this year. And thank you again for the love, the reviews, sharing your stories with me, sharing this podcast with your friends. I could not have had the year I had if it wasn't for you all and your support, for supporting the products that support this course, for supporting me, sending me love and encouragement. I just, oh, I feel so, so beyond grateful, my friends. I will be taking the next two weeks to focus on my top two values, which is faith and family. I'm going to be sitting with that, just enjoying. And my hope and prayer is that you all can do the same. I cannot wait for next year. I can't believe 2022 is going to be here soon. I mean, y'all... I feel like it's, I'm still in 2020. <laughs> How is it 2022? But with that being said, I'm going to take the next two weeks. I hope you guys do the same. Enjoy, be in the moment, be present, spread some of that love. Y'all are awesome. I know you know it because you're here. Let the people in around you know you're awesome. And we will be back in 2022 to make 2022 the healthiest year yet. I have a really, really good feeling about this upcoming year. It's going to be amazing. I've got some really exciting things that I'm going to be bringing for you guys. And I cannot wait to see what unfolds. Praying you guys all have a very, very blessed holiday season. So much love for you all. Big cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you like today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome Podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at Jess Brown RD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you, babes, again. Until next time. Cheers, and happy eating.